This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning. This is Marshall Davis. It's been a couple of weeks now since I posted a new episode, and that's because we're coming back from Florida. I'm now back in New Hampshire again, and then also uh, last weekend I had a little medical episode, and I spent the night in the hospital, uh, so I didn't post one then, but I'm posting one now, and I'm going to talk about the Beatitudes of Jesus. A listener recently reminded me that Thich Nhat Hanh called Jesus the Buddha of the West. Buddha famously preached his first sermon in Deer Park, which included his four noble truths and his eightfold path. Jesus had an equally famous first teaching that is called the Sermon on the Mount. It begins with the Beatitudes, which are eight blessings, followed by what appears to be a ninth, but really is a continuation of the eighth one. So Jesus had an eightfold path, like the Buddhas. And like the Buddhas, Christ's eightfold path is an expression of what is often called non-duality today. Jesus called it the kingdom of God. And like the Buddhas, the Christ's Eightfold Path is about suffering. But Jesus comes at it a bit differently. The Buddha's approach is very logical. He sets forth a step-by-step analysis of the problem of suffering and presents a solution. Jesus, on the other hand, just pronounces blessings. Eight blessings. In the New Testament, it is the Greek word makarios, usually translated blessed or happy or sometimes fortunate. In Latin, it is beatus, hence the term beatitudes. The root of the Greek word makarios is mak, which means to enlarge, to make large. So Jesus is talking about expansiveness here. He's talking about becoming large of spirit. To bless is to extend oneself to others. To be blessed is to become larger, bigger, spiritually, to spiritually grow, if you want to call it that. Think of the sense of vastness that you have when you stare into the heavens on a clear night. Blessedness is about becoming large enough to be one with all. In other words, non-duality. Blessed is another word for what is called eternal life, or salvation, or liberation. It is wholeness, holiness, oneness, shalom. Jesus begins, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. In the spiritual life, people often want to 
to gain something, to achieve something, whether that something is eternal life or nirvana or liberation or forgiveness. In other words, they are seeking a spiritual prize or reward. The perceived goal of the spiritual life, therefore, is to be spiritually filled or fulfilled, spiritually complete, spiritually rich. Jesus is saying that his way is just the opposite. It is giving up everything until there is nothing, being poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. A lot of spiritual seekers begin their search because they desire to be free from psychological or physical suffering. The story of the Buddha's four sights say that is how he began his spiritual quest. The Buddha's four noble truths were all about suffering. The reality of suffering, the cause of suffering, the end of suffering, and the path that leads to the cessation of suffering. The Christ's way is also about suffering, but his way is to embrace suffering. Suffering cannot be escaped. It is part of the temporal world. It can only be overcome by being accepted. Blessed are those who mourn, said Jesus. Do not try to escape the emotional pain. Go ahead and mourn. To mourn is to enlarge one's heart enough to accept the suffering of life and indeed the suffering of the world. That is the meaning of the cross. Jesus said that his way was to take up one's cross and follow him. Jesus' approach to suffering is counterintuitive. The solution to suffering is not to escape it. It's not to fix it, to fix the problems of life. It is to embrace them all, to go to the cross, if you will, When one accepts life, reality, exactly as it is, suffering and all, then, paradoxically, comes comfort and peace. Blessed are the meek, Jesus said, for they will inherit the earth. Jesus' teaching here echoes the Tao Te Ching. We do not move mountains with brute force like a bulldozer does. We move mountains as a river does. We are meek like water, seeking the lowest places, and in the process, eroding mountains to the sea. My translation of the Tao Te Ching, chapter 78, says, Nothing is gentler than water, yet nothing is more effective at wearing away hard rock. Nothing is greater than God in overcoming hard times. Weakness conquers strength. The flexible overcomes the rigid. Everyone knows this, but no one practices this. Therefore, Christ says, whoever wants to be great must be servant of all. Whoever wants to be first must be last of all. True sayings 
are always paradoxical. Next, Jesus says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. The way of Christ is a spiritual hunger and thirst. There's an often repeated story of a young man who came to a preacher desiring eternal life. And the preacher took him down to the river to baptize him by immersion. He pushed the young man under the water and kept him under until he almost drowned. Finally, he let him up. The man sputtered, why'd you do that? The preacher replied, when you hunger and thirst for God, the way you just wanted a breath of air, then you will find eternal life. The way of Christ requires commitment. Jesus said it over and over again in different ways. No one puts his hand to the plow and looks back as fit for the kingdom of God, he said. Jesus said, anyone who loves father or mother more than me, son or daughter more than me, is not worthy of me. He was speaking here as his identity, as the eternal one. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. The opposite of mercy is judgment. Judging comes from an attitude of moral superiority. And when we realize we are no different, that we are one with, that we are the one that we would presume to judge, then the urge to judge falls away. Mercy appears. Do not judge, Jesus said in this sermon, lest you be judged. When we are merciful to others, then we are able to extend, to enlarge that mercy to ourselves. Then the kingdom appears. Blessed are the pure in heart. They will see God. During the summer, we swim in a nearby lake of clear water. We can swim out many yards way over our heads, and then look down and still see clearly the sandy bottom of the lake. That's how clear our lake water is here, except when it is stirred up by motorboats or storms. When our personas are clear and still, not stirred up by the mind, then we can see through it to the presence of God that dwells in the depths of every human being. God is seen everywhere, always omnipresent. The pure in heart see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Peace in the world can only come through peace in the soil. Neither wars nor treaties make peace. Peace gives birth to peace. A rhinoceros does not give birth to bears. Penguins do not give birth to fish. Like begets like. Species give birth according to their kind, as the creation story of Genesis says. The same with God. And these who are born of God are children of God. Only those at peace can make peace. When the God of peace is realized in our lives, then we are peace. And we, by nature, make peace. And people call us children of God. 
Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It should not be thought that the world will be ready and willing to accept this peace. The world is a fabricated reality of dueling opposites that are always at war with one another. The world does not embrace nor understand peace nor non-duality. Its response to peacemakers is to oppose them. They see peacemakers as dangerous to their nations, their races, their religions, their identity. For that reason, they will persecute followers of the way of Christ. This is to be expected. This is the cross. Jesus was persecuted and executed for being the Prince of Peace. So it will be with all who follow the way of peace. For that reason, Jesus follows up his eight beatitudes with another that is an elaboration of the eighth and spoken directly to us. And he says, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The eightfold path of Jesus is the way of peace, inner and outer. It is the way of the Tao. It is the way of non-duality. It is the way of God, but not the way of this dualistic world. If you want the approval of people, this is not the way. If you want the approval of Christians or the established church, this is not the way. Christianity, for the most part now, is not following the way of Christ. And historically, it has persecuted those who follow the way of Christ. So if you suffer opposition from the religious establishment, see it as a blessing. That's what Jesus calls it here. Indeed, embrace it as a sign that things are unfolding as they must. That is exactly what the religious establishment did to Christ. This is the way of the cross. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. In the same way they persecuted Christ. The kingdom of Jesus is accepting reality as it is and resting in the peace and the blessing of the kingdom of God. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.